Foundation, brought to you by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer, and today I'm speaking with my new and old friend, Terry Fody. How are you? I'm good, new you know, and old friend. Do you know why I said that? <laughs> I do know why. I know, do you? You forgot. Well, well, no, I remembered when you told me. Like, when you told me, I totally remembered that. But my whole point was, so, okay, give a little bit of background for this. We're here at Imaging 2018 in Nashville, right? So I go to the White House booth, and Terry's there. And I know who Terry is. I've known who you are for quite some time. I see your name, and you're on the speaker list. and I So I know who you are. But I didn't know that I met you way back. I don't know what year it was. Yeah, spa. It was probably my second year in the business, 2000. What would that have been? Six, seven? Oh, yeah. Ish. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I, there's a lot about that time I don't remember. So, the... I, we did meet and I was with Brian Killian specifically and it was you and your mother. No, my sister. Your sister. My sister who's a photographer. Okay. So, mm-hmm. oh, right. Both yeah, of you were Heidi. photographers. Heidi. Yeah. You and your mother and we were at a, like a restaurant or something. We were, well, it was lunch at spa. And was Dave Junion with us? Dave Junion was there. He was there. too, wasn't yep, he? Yep. Yep. All three see, of you. You didn't say that part yesterday, I but know, I remember but it was that. all three of you and you yes. were all three giving us, the two of us, we were newbies. Right. You were, we had no idea, but basically you all three were rock stars and we didn't <laughs> know and you were trying to keep that from us. Oh, I and see. Like we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't, we, we okay. didn't know. And then it was like, oh, we know who you guys are. <laughs> okay. Okay. We basically sat down with the rock stars of photography. Oh, right. You were acting like you were nobodies, but you were somebody's. Uh, I, that's funny. <laughs> I, cause I really do remember that. Yeah. I really do. Cause you didn't say Dave's name yesterday, Yeah. but I remember that he was there too. Yeah. That was so. That was at spa. Yeah. That's that. So that's why I say old and new friend. Yeah. Cause we knew each other way back that's when. That's right. That's right. Um, how about for, for people that don't know either one of us, give, give a little bit of background on, on who you are. Okay. Well, I, uh, I started in this business 13 years ago, much like a lot of photographers with a dream of being full time mm. in the business, but working at day job yeah, full time. I was in corporate America and uh, I couldn't just jump in because I made a lot of money <laughs> and it's hard right. to leave a lot of money yes. and do this. But what were you doing? Uh, I was in corporate America, Fidelity National Title. I was an escrow oh, officer. Okay. So if you buy or sell a house, right. I'm the one that you would go to to okay. sign the paper. So okay. uh, that's what I did. And I had climbed up the ladder and it's just kind of hard to leave that to yeah. jump in. But I hated my job. Mm hated my job and so I dreamed of doing what I loved which was photography and yeah. uh, I fell in love with the photography when it really started going digital because I loved the instant gratification okay and so that was huge for me I had kids that were young started taking their pictures I know like the mom with a camera no, that's it. That's it, right? <laughs> but and it right. really was me you know I heard people saying that the moms with a camera but uh, really that's how I fell in love with mm. photography however I love business and so that really was my true passion was the business side of it Re- so Passion wise, even it, it was really business was. more it really than was. photography. For years, I've kept it a secret. Like I'm the <laughs> photographer that likes the business more yeah. Yeah. than I like the photography. I mean, I love the photography. And you've kept that a secret. I've kept it a secret <laughs> because it's not cool. You can't. You have to yeah. love photography. You have to be the yeah. starving artist, and you would do this no matter what. Not right. me. Right. I needed to pay bills. I needed right. to pay the. You know. Right. So this was always a serious thing for me. I I love it. 
So that's that's very honest of you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah that's the truth. That. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love photography, but if I could not pay the bills, I'd go find something else to You'd do. Do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and something where you were excited about the business aspect of yeah, that. Yeah, I was ready to love what I did. You know, when I would get up out of bed. So you came into the you came into the mix into the industry with that background mm-hmm. already, right? Uh, because right. it was what you were involved in it and it was what you were excited about initially. Right. So do you have a degree in what I don't have a degree in marketing or business. I have the if you could say degree in jumping in with both feet yeah. when you were eighteen, I became a real estate agent. Oh okay. dropped out of college after three weeks. I'm okay. not even kidding. All right. And said, I can do this and so I hit the streets running and and was the the real estate agent when the FHA VA rates were 19% and yes. had 30, I think 35 listings and yes. then the rates dropped and they all sold and all of the people that thought I was crazy was saying, oh my God, what this kid do? She's right. like making tons of money. Right. And so anyway, that was my intro into business and mm-hmm. from there I got into the title and escrow side of it and then I got, got into photography. You just worked your way up and up and up. You worked yeah. your way all the way up to the photographer. Yeah, right? Right. Entrepreneur. <laughs> Entrepreneur. I like that. Working yeah. really well. I saw, oh, where was I? It was in my feed, my Facebook feed, that someone called you a genius yesterday. Did you that see it? That was crazy. Did I you see did. It? I did because she tagged me. Does, yeah. Doesn't that make you just feel so good? It's, well, Let's you know what makes honest. me feel good about it yeah. is that someone actually actually walked away and got what I was saying. Yeah. Like if I if I can say something and you actually it, a light bulb goes on for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. in your business, then what what I do standing up on a stage or talking one-on-one or doing yeah. something like this, then that makes it worth it. It's worth it. Because yeah. if it works for me, but then it also works for you or you see that it can, then then that's that's worth it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just inspiration. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of talk. Fluff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, so, see, I get all that, and I agree with all that wholeheartedly. And for me, words of affirmation is like my number two love language. Yeah. So if yeah, anyone, if anyone ever throws something like that out there for me, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah that feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen to that all day long. Right. Just keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that right away, and I was like, oh, that is so nice. I bet she just loves that. <laughs> For both reasons. I like yeah, both yeah. reasons are valid. I mean, of course, you know, I mean, I am never so confident that I think I'm going to fill a room. You know, I yeah. had, there were 800 seats in yeah. my room yesterday. Yeah. And I told Don the night before, I said, why did they give me such a big room? I it's going to look so crazy. Like there's going to be four or five rows filled. And the whole, when I looked up at one point and people were standing up yeah. in the back room and they were sitting along the sides, yes. I went, thank you, Lord. Yes. That's a God thing. There, there it is. <laughs> you know, evidently we, we prayed about it. We're praying people. Yeah. And I thought if, you know, if there's someone that needs to hear this, then bring them here and let them, let it change their business. Yes. What you taught me, let me share. You know, so. It, 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 I'm, so I'm going to tie two things together really quickly. I'm a praying person too. But last night we're watching the Vikings game and Dave <laughs> Junior, who I have not seen in a couple of years, walks up to the table. There's like 10 of us and it was towards the end and it was looking bleak and we were quiet and we were not in the mood for Dave Junior jokes, <laughs> quite frankly. And he puts his hands out and he says, let's all just hold hands. And no one wanted to do it. And wow. said it again, and wow. nobody wanted to do it. And I was really getting close to being like, hey, dude, you need to bounce or you need to step off because this isn't happening. He said it one more time, and finally someone was like, okay. So we all held hands. And then he says, 
Jed, now it's time for you to say something. And I was like, what in the world? And so I said, Lord, please just help the Vikings win. <laughs> and a minute later, they we won the stupid game. Is that crazy? And I looked around and I was like, see, see what happens? That's what... <laughs> You know what I mean? You just got to throw it up there. Yeah, we were at dinner last night and Don got up from our table because everyone in another part of the restaurant were screaming and yelling and he went in to see what was oh, going on. Oh, you wanted to see Vikings. what was up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a Vikings fan. Oh, really? Dude, we had a good night last night then. Oh, my goodness. But I digress. I had to get that in there because last night was so ridiculous. <laughs> Um, we, our topic today that, that we can now jump into is how to keep a client for life. Give, give me a synopsis on that. Why, why did you want to talk about that? Because I truly believe it is the number one mistake that photographers make. It, we, it, you don't have to reinvent the wheel and mm. photographers reinvent the wheel. If you don't keep the client and take care of the client that you already have mm. that will, it's proven, they will need a photographer again in the future right, right. or they will know someone that does, then right. you've blown it. Mm. And I learned that too late. I learned that three years, maybe four years into my business, you know, back then it was crazy. We were all super busy. We were trying to figure out how to handle the business yeah. that I wasn't figuring out how to really turn a client into a lifetime client. Right. And so I started talking about that, you know, a few years ago with photographers that, you, you know, we can talk about getting a brand new client, but does anybody talk about keeping the ones we already have? Right. It's the, it's the best, it's the easiest way to build a business. Right. Because repeat business and referral business is our number one client. And you're building that base and it's a lot cheaper to keep one than to have to Absolutely. get a new one. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So what's step one? How okay. do I keep a client? For step life? one is that, of course, it, you know, there's this cycle of the transaction where we get the client in the door and then we book them and then we go through the session and we give the experience. And I think the, the photographers, especially that are going to conventions, they get that part. Mm -hmm. They know how to give the great experience. They know how to do the great service. But then at the end, they think that that magical piece to saying, hey, thanks for coming to me as a thank you card. Maybe it's even a great gift. Maybe even give them a $50 gift certificate or a $100 gift certificate somewhere. Right. But the problem is now that we are on social media, that same person is being inundated with other photographers all day long out there right. in their newsfeed on Instagram, wherever they are. And two or three or four years later, they have forgotten the thank you card or the dinner certificate. Okay. So then maybe they spent, maybe they were a good client. I don't know, whatever your average is, let's say they spent three grand with you mm -hmm. and you see three years later that they booked with her yeah. or they booked with him and you yeah. say, what? Yeah. They loved me. They spent so much money with me. Yeah. Why didn't they come back to me? Right. Well, they forgot you. That's why huh. they forgot you because you didn't keep in touch with them. So rule number one, my, my rule is whether until I die, until they die or until I get out of the business, I will keep in touch with that client every single month. Now, that might seem really hard for someone who's yeah, not doing that. It's freaking me out a little bit. That's a lot. That sounds like a lot. Okay, okay so I'll give you a break. All if right. you do it four times a year, that's one time every three months. Okay, once a quarter. Okay, so you could do it once a quarter, and you're going to be way ahead <clears throat> of everybody else. Mm -hmm. 
even if you did it twice a year. But I don't think that's enough. I've tested this. Okay. I have it dialed into doing it once a month. And it's all tied into uh, being able to reach out to them through email. Through okay. email. You don't have to call them. I really, I tell photographers, if you, once you get the concept of saying, okay, I need to get a system where I'm keeping in touch with anybody who walks through my door and has spent money with me. And that system needs to be consistent. It needs to work for me. It needs to be something that I can keep up with. Okay, now you've got that dialed in. Uh, once you have done that for at least a solid year, now the next year you need to up your game. So let's say you, you commit to keeping in touch with them by mail one time a quarter, by email. Email, right. By email. Next year, one of those four times, you need to send something to them in the mail, okay? Snail mail. Snail mail. Okay, a great flat card from White House Custom Color. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. It could be a Christmas card. That makes sense. Uh-huh. It would be everybody on your list. Now, I am talking about people who have already spent money with you. Right. It's not a bajillion people you're trying to get in front of. It's the people who have already spent money with you. So now this is an investment in people who have already returned to you. I, I can appreciate the the investment piece regarding sending them something. What I'm wondering is... On a, on a monthly basis in particular, are you reaching out to everyone individually no. and personalizing? No. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I believe that you do need to be as personal as you can, but here's how it works. Okay. Because you can't individually, let's just say, let's just say for purposes of, say you've been in, in business, I'm going to make this easy, five years. Okay. Let's say you get 100 clients a year. That's 500 people. Okay. So new, the new people, every new year, people. So well, you, you've had a hundred. Yeah. So let's just yeah. say you're working with 500 to make it round. Sure. And I wanted to let people know how I came up with that number. Okay. So hundred people a year, five years. Now you have 500 emails. There's no way you're going to send them individual emails. You nope. cannot do that. Not Even month. if you had a staff of five, <laughs> five people. Right. So a CMS, a customer management service like Mad Mimi, MailChimp, ConvertKit, okay. or there are management systems for photographers where you can email within those systems. Mm-hmm. I, even though those are great systems and we, we use that, uh, using an actual system you have control over like a MailChimp or Mad Mimi is going to give you direct access and control to them. So as long as you are using a mail service that's dependable like that, you can go in that service and you can say, I want you to use the first name of all these people. Right. Beyond that... Think about it. You know these people. These people know you. Mm -hmm. This isn't some generalized letter. This is a letter where you can actually talk about what you talked about during the session and how do we build relationships. We exchanged information about each other. Okay. By the end of the photo session, not only do I know about my clients, but I also, they know about me. They know I have a daughter who's a nurse who went through college. I have a son who recently became a pastor. You know, years ago when they were going to high school or they were in grade school, they knew at whatever point that they were in their lives. Right. And I've talked about that because while we usually want to ask people questions, they also want to know about you. So are you talking about those pieces in these emails? Yeah. Well, I I will, certain months, I will say, let me give you an example. Okay. I know that it's, let's say we're talking in June. Okay. 
I know, hey, dear Sandy, this is a busy time of month. So many of our clients are going through graduations, whether it's high school, college, grade mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. FYI, Don and I are super excited. Jordan's graduating this month. And okay. so we're headed up to PUC. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going through that whole process. For example, you know, so you identify what's relevant in that particular month. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Christmas comes every year. Easter comes every year. Fourth of July comes every year. You relate summer. yourself. I to relate it. myself. So I like talk it. about what's mm-hmm. current that month. I yeah. talk about, hey, I know you're probably going through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And then this is why this is a whole nother subject, but I believe in blogging for a different reason than what most people use it for. But if I write an article on my blog and not just show a bunch of pretty pictures, if I'm writing an article on my blog about what's relevant that month, let's say I'm talking about graduation parties. Uh So now I can say, hey, I know it's busy time. You're going through graduations or you know people, you're probably going to graduations of relatives. We have a graduation with Jordan. By the way, if you know of anybody who needs to know how to plan a grad party, I just wrote a bunch of information. I gave a bunch of links on how to plan a party okay. over on my blog. Here's a link. Bam, done. Okay. That's easy to do. Okay. That is something that every photographer can get in the habit of doing at least once a quarter. I like it. I like and it. then when you get it dialed in, you can do that once a month. So you're providing content in that vein that that is extremely useful to your base and to potentially their friends. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a universal type of approach, right, right? Right, Because, you know, when you think about it, everybody knows more than just one person. <laughs> like my client, you right. have to think globally. Like right. my clients know they have friends who have kids of every age. So I'm not just marketing to the client that has a high school senior. They have a sister and a brother and aunts and uncles and friends and, and people they know in church and the club they go to. They know people of all ages. And so whenever they hear the word, hey, I need to get pictures or I need a photographer, they are going to say, you need to go to Terry Foti Photography. Why? Because they didn't forget about me. And it has nothing. We are so beyond because I'm so great. My work's so great. Mm -hmm. We're so beyond that. Everybody that has a phone these days is a photographer. So it goes beyond just being a great photographer. It's something else. It's like I care about you. Mm -hmm. You now know me. We're friends Mm -hmm. because I give you a peek into my world and I share me. I, I acknowledge what you're going through. And so I'm... I am now being exposed to everybody you know because I'm keeping in touch with you. I like the whole indirect. It seems to me it's like an indirect referral process. Yes, absolutely. Sort of. And it's and it's and it seems very organic mm-hmm. and unassuming. Mm-hmm. And it's what's happening right now. Right. People are more into conversations and relationships mm-hmm. than they are what you have to sell. People don't care what you have to sell. They they care more about who you are. And then, oh, you have something to sell? Well, I like you. What What is it that you sell? I want to buy from you. Highlight. That's what's happening. As opposed to the other way around. Absolutely. Right. That's and, changed. And has that shifted, right? Absolutely. Okay. That's what I was just Absolutely. Right. That's the beauty of social media. Okay. So for the photographers that have been in the business beyond 15 years, they are the ones that I constantly hear. I'm just going to be brutal, brutally honest about this. Okay, they're the us. ones that I... <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. They, okay, they're the ones that I read. It may not be you, Jed, because you guys have it dialed in, but they're the ones that I read out there on the Facebook groups that are yeah. saying, oh, my business is down. I don't understand it. Right. You know, we're, we we have a great business deal, but we're, we don't get the same amount of response. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, so tell me what you're doing in marketing. Right. And uh, 
they're not they're not re- they're not developing relationships on social media. It okay. is the number one way to develop relationships. If they are on social media, they're just posting pretty picture after pretty picture after pretty picture. And that is not what people are responding to right now. So would you say in today's world that social media in a, in a strong, active social media presence is a must? Absolutely. That's what I'm hearing you say. Absolutely. And, you know, here's the thing. I... I am not a millennial. I'm older than a millennial. Okay. Just a let's just not say, a, let's just say, I know I'm, I'm not a millennial. Okay. So I have also had to adjust my thinking to this. I mean, I'm an eighties girl. Okay. I used to go to corporate America wearing a suit that matched. <laughs> I had the jacket and the pants and the skirt. Okay. So don't, don't tell me that you can't wrap your mind around this because I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, okay. so Living I proof. know, I know that those of us that have been in business and marketing, the old way that's Mm -hmm. gone yes if you can't wrap your mind around the way the consumer is now choosing who they invest the the brands that they're choosing then you are going to be one of the photographers that is out there saying why are they not responding to me like they used to so is this just bad news for people that aren't interested in social media no it's not bad news at all or that really don't like social media no it's not bad news at all because you don't have to be the one to do it you can oh. hire oh. like a, a high school intern okay. to do it for you. However, yeah. I will say this, the people that get their own face, the face behind the brand on Instagram stories, Snapchat, if you're a senior photographer, you don't have to get on Snapchat if you don't do seniors. I'm not going to like overwhelm people with that. You don't yeah. have to be everywhere, but you have to choose where you want to be. And then the people that will turn that camera on their own face like, for instance, I have my husband here mm-hmm. um, at this podcast. He's sitting to the right of me yeah. while you and I are talking. Yeah. And I asked him to get some video right. of me talking because what I'm going to do is I'm going to share that on social media. That's my face on social media. Right. The more that you can put your face on so- social media, the people will connect with you because you're a real person. Right. But if you can't do that, that's OK. You're not going to connect as easy <laughs> as a person who will. But you will still be able to connect if you hire someone to help you get out there on social media. So whether you do it yourself or not, what you're saying is it's, it's so, it's important enough that it needs to be done regardless. Absolutely. Yep. And so hire a high school intern or somebody to, to make it happen. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I mean, you have to think about it like this. My 80 year old mother-in-law is on Snapchat. Okay. Come on. Yes. Now, you know why? Because she knows that's where we are. Okay. So the, the crazy right. thing is, is that people right. in their 70s mm-hmm. want to watch their kids yeah. who are in their 50s yep. and their grandchildren mm-hmm. and their grandchildren's children. Yep. And they know that what's happening is our culture is connecting and communicating on social media. Yeah. Facebook, number one, Instagram, like hand in hand, right. Snapchat, Twitter. I mean, all of these things are basically a way that our culture is communicating. Yeah. That's the communication of today. It's interesting. It's kind of like one of these, well, whether you like it or not, this is how it is. Yep. Yep. It is. So if you don't like it, then you either need to slowly die a slow death. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Or be happy, you know, with less business and maybe have something on the side. That's going to be like the quote from the, from this whole thing. 
if okay, you don't so like really, it, you need to slowly I'm really exaggerating because down. the truth of the matter is there right. are some amazing photographers out there that are killing it without right. social media. Sure. Um, but they're the anomaly. They saying. are. Like, you right. know, the Clarks, um, Teresa and, and Billy Clark. Yeah. Okay. They have a phenomenal business. And yeah. I was talking to him last night and he said, Terry, I hate social media. I feel like I have to do it. And I was in your class yesterday and I was thinking, I don't, I don't know. I, but I stayed because I knew I had to figure this out. <laughs> they are killing it right. in the business. But right. here's the thing. I was in their studio last year. Mm-hmm. They connect with their clients and they stay in touch with they them. Do, I do know that about them. That yes. is why they are. Yeah. And that brings us right back to where we started. Mm-hmm. Stay in touch with your client. Keep a client for life. Mm-hmm. So they have figured it out. Yeah. But that takes a huge commitment. And most photographers aren't willing to do that. Well, they and they have, they, yeah, they do. They have that solid base. Absolutely. That Absolutely. Is, that so, is going to train, like transfer generation after generation. Right, right. Even, yeah, right? so there are exceptions. I will give you that. But sure. I am talking about 80, probably I'm going to go 95% of the photographers out there need to wrap their minds around social media because people aren't going to come to you. If you are the best photographer in the world, it does not matter as, as far as sustaining a business in this ever-changing culture of consumerism. It just isn't. It's not going to sustain anymore unless you are the Clarks or the Toffers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> I mean, really, I'll you guys, you guys there. all have. Yeah, you guys all have it dialed in. <laughs> what? So it's the answer to how to keep a client for life thus far in in my mind if i'm hearing you correctly yes to sustain those relationships and you and email was a big piece you do it every month mm-hmm. social media social media is a big piece mm-hmm. um how how active do i need to be on social media like what do i got, what do i got to do well uh, you know i can tell you that i went through a period the end of this last year where i told don i feel like such a slave to social media so That's, you can overdo okay. it you really can and we've actually backed off a little bit like i was on it so much that my own kids and we can laugh about this because we did but the truth <laughs> of the matter is at the end of the day i i lost my reason for doing it and it owned me so there has to be balance i am proof that you can get out of balance with it why why do you think that happened because number one i was doing it i do it for my business and Uh then i jumped on the educational um circle about two years ago i waited for 10 years to do that and then i dove in i had a a lot of requests before then it just wasn't right in my life family was first and so once i i started telling photographers what the secret to my success was then i had another audience observing what I was doing and I had this huge pressure of Mm -hmm. not only was I doing it for success but now you're watching me now I have to really do it and And I'm doing it for you too and I'm doing it for you too and so there has to be balance I just backed off I've told all of my people that have been to my workshops or that know me hey when you look at my social media it's a little different than it was for the last two years because I'm intentionally getting some balance yes so that's okay right that's okay and in fact that is more important than so to answer your question, basically, uh, you, you just have to have something that is balanced for you. Mm-hmm. I would suggest that you are at least several times a week on Facebook um, and Instagram. I was to the point where I was three times everywhere all day long, mm-hmm. uh, constantly checking it. And the thing is, 
not checking for responses, responses so much as checking for, do I have messages to reply to? Do I have comments? Do I need to reply to comments? Do I need to, because that's part of it is communicating. Staying engaged. Staying engaged, the engagement. Like responding to comments is a big deal. How important is like tagging? How important are hashtags? How important are are these different specifics even they on are platform? very important and the thing of it is um, they're important but the most important thing is staying in touch with your clients beyond that so when you're on social media there are definitely strategies that are going to help enhance the very fact that you're there. Hashtags have a purpose. Tagging has a purpose. Mm-hmm. If someone comes over on your um, profile and comments, if you don't reply back, it, that's like you and I being in a room at a party and you know you say hi to me and I walk by and I don't reply back. That's what it is it's that like. Now, it, it is. It really Absolutely. Is. I don't like that. But again, I it's know. like one of these things where it doesn't matter if I like it or it not. It doesn't matter if we like That's it or how not. It is. That's how it is. So you have to decide what's right for you, your mm-hmm. life, your business. Mm-hmm. And yet it, as long as you're aware of it, then you can insert yourself to the degree that makes sense for you that feels balanced. How much have you, hmm, I'm going to try to phrase this properly. How often or to what degree have you found yourself relying on the likes Mm. and the comments? Yeah, you know that I will be very, very blunt and tell you and vulnerable, I guess is the word and Mm. say that there was a time where that's how I was gauging Mm. how well people liked either A, my work or B, what I said. But isn't it a legitimate metric? It is a very, it's actually a legitimate metric in right. that it helps the more likes you get, the more now it's tied into the algorithms. Right. So now you're going to get pushed up in the algorithm. Right. So now it really has meaning for it, yes. which ties me all back to this. If you at least are keeping in touch with, this is a way for you to get new clients. Mm-hmm. See, we've kind of shifted here. We're talking about how to get new clients and how to get in front of new people and how to build up. If you're just over here and you're keeping in touch with the people you already have mm-hmm. and they are following you and see that you are on social media so they remember you, but then you're really keeping in touch with them the on a monthly basis, be, then you're right. you're already ahead of the game and you don't have to be as concerned about right. all that other social media garbage. Right. But it's important. It's what's happening in our culture. So everybody has to figure it out for their their own business. Yeah, I guess I think for me, it's there's no, I, you can't paint with too broad a brush maybe. And I, I feel as though there's just some discernment that needs to be involved there because I, I can see myself really getting wrapped up in, ooh, I got 178 likes on that post mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then really it becomes more about that yeah, than, yeah, than what my mission should be. Yeah. Right? Your mission, I, I, I always tell people this, your mission should be to connect with people, to share your brand mm-hmm. and to share who you are and who, who the face behind the brand in a mm-hmm. very authentic way. And when people say, but Terry, I don't, I can't get up on a stage and I don't like to have the camera on my face. I say, you know what? You are enough. And whoever you are in your living room, that's who you need to be out there on social media. Mm. And when you can do that, people are going to either like you or not. And the ones that like you are going to then connect with you. And the ones who don't, you wouldn't like them anyway. You wouldn't hang out with them anyway. So you don't worry about those people. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So there's a piece of me that's like, but I want everybody to like me. And there's another piece that's like, (laughs) 
But I'd rather just know who doesn't. Yes. But it's the same. You know what? People, people, I, it took me a long time to get here because we all have to navigate through all that head garbage. Right. But right. the truth right. of the matter is, is that you, Mark Zuckerberg has succeeded in making us all go back to high school hmm. and care about who likes us. Mm, okay. That is the truth. He has, <laughs> he has succeeded in making us all remember what it was like to be in that group or oh, this group or no has. group. Oh. And so you have to realize that is not what life is made of. What yes, life is you. made of is connecting with people that you genuinely like mm-hmm. and who genuinely like you people that you would hang out with, whether you are on social media or not. Okay. Like I know if we live in the same city we'd all hang out because I like you I've liked you since way back when when you were a rock star and I was like had stars in my eyes thank you at that table at spa (laughs) so the point is is that you wouldn't you would be cordial with people that you wouldn't want to have as a deep friend Right. right yes and those are the people that are you're worried about out there whether they like your pictures or not I am yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, those are the people. So you have to remember, would I hang out with them anyway? I am looking for I people who I genuinely want to to connect with. Because I do not. Right. Okay. Right. Well, what in the world? See, you don't have to go back to high school, Jed. But, you know, I don't want to go back <laughs> to high school. <laughs> I actually really liked high school, but I don't want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like various cities that I've gone to. <laughs> it was really great. I don't need to go back there. <laughs> Well, it's weird. It's weird. It sounds, you know, to hear you say it, it, it sounds elementary, mm-hmm. you know, like I mm-hmm. want to be like, of course, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I had never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's very helpful for me. I'm going to see how it goes implementing that the next time I'm scrolling through my feed mm-hmm. and I feel a little twinge of, Ooh, what? Oh. <laughs> and then be like, Oh, it doesn't, I, I wouldn't hang out with you anyway. I would not. <laughs> Like I might even try to avoid you at the grocery store, (laughs) but I'm really worried about what you think about me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) When I, you know, I teach um, photographers email marketing, which is a different subject. That's where you really are trying to reach new people. You know, you have an email list and I have had conversations where they say, I get my feelings hurt so bad when they unsubscribe from my list. And I say, okay, here's how you need to think about it. I only have so much room in my car. If you like me, then let's go on this ride. And if you don't get out of the car so someone else can get in the car that does like me. Right. It's the same thing with social media. That's what I tell them to say. You don't care about the unsubscribes. That just means that you don't have to waste your time with them and say, good, get off of my list. Get out of my car so someone else can get on this list that I can connect with that likes what I'm saying, because then I'm going to help them and you're going to help me. The proverbial wheat is separating itself from the chaff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. They're doing it for you. Exactly. Again, I like the way you phrase I've never, because the whole unsubscribe thing was like pre-likes, right? So mm-hmm. it was like that twinge mm-hmm. was there when you're like, oh, why I got three unsubscribes from that. You know, after I sent out that last campaign or whatever it was, and, and then these people, they they bounce, they leave. And then you have that same feeling of, ooh, now it's, now it's kind of transitioned into um, the whole social media aspect. Yeah. So I like- Framing it that way that makes yeah. me feel so much better. <laughs> I'm going to use that again. <laughs> Thank you for that. I feel like this has been like therapy for me. Oh, <laughs> I hope it has been for somebody out there too. Like, I feel oh. so much better about myself. Because of this. Jed, I didn't expect you're it. funny. We we're going to talk so about funny. how to keep a client for life, and I feel like I owe you like $120. <laughs> Okay, well, I take PayPal, so, or, you know, MasterCard, Venmo, Visa, whatever. 
do you have anything that where where can where can we direct people? Where can where can people you see know, more and hear more? I always more say if you would like to observe how I do my business, mm-hmm. you can find me everywhere on social media under Terry Fody. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I have voice your brand, just like it sounds voice your I have an Instagram for that. And I have uh, a website. That's my, what I call my educational website mm-hmm. where I share what I know. I give a lot of stuff away for free. People right. don't value free, which is crazy. Cause I give a lot of good stuff away for free. Right. So I do have some free resources there. I also have a couple of things that are in a store. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I do. I don't have workshops this year. We we sold out and I've decided not to open any more up for the rest of the year, which is kind of cool. I'd never thought I would be in that position. Nice. But what I am offering right now is, and it's only, I don't know by the time they hear this broadcast, it may or may not be available, but we offer what's called the workshop in a box, mm. which is my 200 page uh, workbook that I put all of this knowledge, oh, like goodness. details, like it's a 17 hour workshop in a book with a social media calendar and and uh, a lot of different marketing templates that they can print at White House. So is that, that, a, that's where is that a limited edition? It is a limited edition because I don't want it just to be out there without um, really being able to control h- how many are out there because I want to be able to be a resource, okay. you know, I so that there's not just this workshop workbook out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it open for imaging. We opened it up for Black Friday. We'll probably open it up again in the spring and maybe at the end of the summer. So okay. if you go to to that um, that link, if it's not available, if it says this is not available at this time, there is a place where you can say, I'm interested. Let me know when it opens up again. And then they'll so, get notified. That right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, the, la- the last thing. So I, I like to do this with a lot of people. What, do you have some sort of challenge or call to action that you can give to our listeners. I do. Okay. So, um, I actually have two, if I can give two. Yeah, let's okay. give two. In connection with what we're talking about, if you are a photographer that has not started an email list mm-hmm. um, for your clients, your v- what I call the VIP email list, just to clarify, these are people, your clients. If you've not client started base. that mm-hmm. process, then I challenge you to go back the last one year and look at that client base and contact them by email and ask if you have permission to put them on a list to contact them in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's too much of a step for you, if you're thinking, how would I, I don't even have time to pull all those files and do that. Right. Then my, my challenge that's very easy for you is the very next client that you have that you, that walks through your door, ask them if you can keep in touch with them okay. because you love to keep in touch with your clients. Let them know when you have specials, let right. them know when you have events and you would love to keep in touch. Right. Now you have your first client. That okay. is going to be a client for life. Yep. I so like that, that would be the the second part to that. I love it. I think it's fantastic. So I feel like I, I should set up another appointment for you, like maybe next week to come and lay down on the couch and <laughs> <laughs> spill all this stuff and take in all your advice and make myself feel better. <laughs> it's like a Tony Robbins workshop. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel so empowered and ready to tackle the world and well, feel better about myself. Well, awesome. Well, social social media has been such a big deal. It really has. Yeah. And I think that it yeah. affects us in ways that we don't even, well, I'm talking for myself again. Like I don't even realize the way, the different ways it affects me. And so to frame it in the ways that you have really advised 
is super helpful. And in here it's, I, I know it's how to keep a client for life, but I think that they're so intertwined and it's so related and social yes. media is such a big deal mm-hmm. that we need to know how to handle it. Right. And so I really appreciate your time on this. It was fun. I had fun. <laughs> I'm going to like file this away and like listen to it every so often to <laughs> remind myself. Oh, Thank you for your great. time. Well, I know this is a really busy convention and I really appreciate it. Oh, you well, thank you for the invitation. I, I had fun. We will, we will do it again. Okay, Jed. All right. Thank you. One.